Hello and welcome to Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. I'm your host, Carol Spencer. Now, being part of the Autism Society, we get to meet a lot of people who provide wonderful opportunities for those with autism. And as best as we can, we try to support those groups so they can continue their mission. And that's why I'm so excited to have our guest here today. Uh, we want to welcome Jamie Wagner, who is a senior instructor at a place that's very dear to my heart, Shady Hollow Assisted Riding, which is located in Birdsboro. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Good morning. Thank you. All right, so let's just go over the basics first. So what is assisted riding and how can it benefit someone with autism or any other type of disability? Assisted riding is basically um, education in horsemanship and basic riding skills for someone who requires a little assistance rather than what a typical rider would need. So any special need can be taught with some sort of adaptation. So we're not necessarily quote unquote therapy However, it, it does provide therapeutic benefits, but it's just learning to ride in a specialized manner with any assistance that you would need. Okay. So you're, they're learning how to ride, but they're also working on some other goals and skills. I know that from, from Peter doing riding, and Jamie happens to be his, her, his instructor, and she is wonderful. But you know, as an instructor, what is your role in helping develop some of these goals for a rider whenever we have a new rider start with us um, I do an evaluation with them we do a mounted evaluation um, meet with the family meet with the rider I talk to them ahead of time I don't pick a horse or tack which is all the equipment that goes on the horse I don't pick an approach until I actually meet that rider I'll look at their medical forms I'll look at the registration forms and as some of the information that the family provides but I want to meet them and I want to talk to them and see them first before I pick whoever I think they may do well on we have lots of horses we have I think 24 at the moment um, there's so many things to choose from so take a look at that rider how they're built how they move if they have any kind of physical limitations that go along with any of the developmental delays any developmental limitations they have and then go from there and pick out what horse they should ride what equipment might work best for them we have tons of adaptive equipment different reins to use different saddles um, even the lack of a saddle is considered adaptive equipment um, and then we go from there some riders the biggest goal that they're going to have is just to stay on the horse for an entire 30 minute lesson some of them it's to bond with an animal some of it is to actually just speak to the the sidewalkers and the volunteers that we have some of it is to continue on to trot and to canter and to jump and to go to shows it just depends on the rider we're very individualized based on what those riders you know needs and what their desires are some of our riders have the physical ability to walk and trot and canter and ride on their own and go take trail rides they don't really want to <laughs> And that's okay. And they can do whatever it is that they want to do. Um, we, we tend to not push too hard in that direction. And every, again, everything's very individualized and we kind of adapt as we go. And sometimes as our riders grow, those goals change. And sometimes, sometimes they grow out of riding and that's okay too. We have some who've started at a young age and after a few years kind of decide it's not for them. A few years later, they come back and they start up again. That happens as well. So we're, we're very open to whatever it is that rider wants and what their family's looking for as well. And I think one of the key things you talk about is just how much the rider can grow. And, you know, and I, you know Peter's been involved in a lot of different things and, you know, the, very successful things with really good instructors. But I, I can honestly say that with Shady Hollow and the assisted riding, it's something where there has been consistent growth because I think he's been riding for about 10 years or he's so at least 10 years at least I, 10 I think years. he's been there at least 10 years at least and going from following basic directions 
actually verbalizing loudly and clearly um, to physically making the horse go on his own, which you know, can be tricky for some for some riders, following to multi-step directions, to just being really independent. And then to flip them backwards. And flip them backwards, yes. I directions mean, really. backwards. That was one of my favorites yeah. to do with him. Or process yeah. of elimination. We have six jumps set up. You've done mm-hmm. four. Which two didn't you do? Right. The blue and the red. Well, then go do those. Right. And I love those things with him. He's yeah. come a long way with he, those. He really surprises me in everything that he's done, me which too. he shouldn't anymore. <laughs> no, he really but shouldn't. He really does. But, you know, it, this is in addition to learning everything that goes along with riding, you know, the walking, the trotting, trotting the cantering, uh, trotting over jumps. And, you know, we don't know what he next. is, yeah. by the way, the first assisted rider that we have ever had. I've been there for 18 years. He is the first assisted rider that we've ever had that learned to canter. On purpose, yeah, <laughs> not as an accident. Terrifying but on for purpose, mom, but but wonderful. Very fun. Yes, so it just, he's the first one to do that. So he's my hero. Yeah, so it shows you that there's no limits. <laughs> no, there's, there's really absolutely no limits. No limits. So I think you've already started to kind of answer this one already because you can just hear it in your voice. But as an instructor, um, uh, you know, oh, sorry, let me backtrack here. Um, you you have a lot on your plate. I mean, you work full time. Yep. You know, you, you have a family, you, you do uh, writing lessons for typical kids. So what draws you to come back and work with kids who have autism, who have special needs? Like what's, what drives you to do that? I love it. I have ridden since I was seven. I've been at different barns. I've trained with different trainers. I have never found any form of riding or teaching that has made me as happy as doing the assisted riding has. There are days that are very frustrating. Sure. They're sometimes just a part of a lesson that's very frustrating. But in the end, there's a smile and it makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. And then there's the happy sounds that some of the kids make. It may not be a thank you. It may not be an I love you. But it's just the sound and the look on the face and that just some of the vocalizations change. And it's just so cool to see. There is nothing in the world like watching these kids do this. And when we do our horse show at the end of the season, sometimes you have kids who get very serious about it and they get very into it. And there's no other place for them to really compete on that level talk give a little bit more detail what the assisted riding horse show is all about and why it is so important for not only the riders but the volunteers the instructors like you and and the parents too so can you explain a little bit more what that's about that horse show our our assisted riding season um tends to run from usually the beginning of april end of march beginning of april until about end of october middle november somewhere in there depending on scheduling and holidays um Usually towards the end of the season, we do uh, a horse show for our assisted riders where they compete. Um, I I generally judge it uh, because I've been around the longest. I I have the most experience. We have a lot of instructors, and they are the most wonderful instructors you can imagine. They're wonderful people. So they tend to be with their riders in the ring, and we have them divided up into four or five in a ring at a time based on abilities, based on what equipment they need, horses, you know, that they ride. Um, and they compete in usually several classes. We do a walking class and they, they'll walk, stop, back up. We usually do a walk, trot class. And then we also do an obstacle course. And just being able to have them compete like that, a lot of our riders with their special needs, they don't have, they don't play baseball. They don't play volleyball. They don't play soccer. They don't have those things where they're getting a trophy or sometimes they're just getting the participant trophy because mm-hmm. they're a part of it. And I, I don't like that, but right. it's what it is. And it's great that they have that. But this is something they are truly earning on their own. They're showing these skills that they've learned. And it's that reinforcement of look at how far I've come and look at what I've done. And again, sometimes I don't see some of those students from year to year, except for horse show to horse show, or maybe popping in to fill in a lesson. 
And I'm blown away sometimes by just how much progress they've made and how great they're doing. And it's, it's so important to them. And I've, the, oh my gosh, the ribbons. And I see kids that it doesn't matter what place it is. They're excited. They got the pink ribbon. They didn't want right. first place. They wanted the pink <laughs> they one. The pink they one. wanted the fifth <laughs> place because they wanted that pink ribbon. But it's what they get. And they are so happy and they're so proud. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. And I and you know, from the parent perspective, you know, we're there to root on our kids. But like mm-hmm. you said, you see the same kids year to year who might be in the yeah. same class. And we get excited to see their growth. Like, oh my gosh, look how great he did. I love to go talk. It was so cool. I love to go talk to the parents of the kids that I haven't seen from year to year. Mm -hmm. And they may not necessarily have noticed that progress because they're watching it every week where I can go over to them and say, I cannot believe how amazing they've done in this year. Like, this is what I've seen change. And it kind of, sometimes it's a, a bright light to them where they're like, oh my gosh, you're right. And I know that as a parent having a child, I don't necessarily notice all of my child's growth until you look at back at pictures or videos and you say, oh my gosh, look at that. So it's really cool to go talk to those parents and say, look at what your child has done. Like, this is blowing me away. And they just get so excited all over again. It's great. Yeah, so something like that is, is that what you view as a, a success story when it comes to Absolutely. assisted writing, just the growth itself? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. there are success stories left and right. I mean, and they can be mm-hmm. just the smallest things. Like I said, yeah. we have students who last year, we could hardly get them on a horse, but we stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, you could tell they wanted to be there and wanted to be with them. And we're not forcing right. anyone right. to get on. But they spend that time and they become so accustomed to it and so comfortable with it that then they don't want to get off. Right. And that's one of the coolest things to see. And I've had kids, I had a, a boy years and years ago that... Um, He was in kindergarten and struggled with left and right. And the teachers were really struggling with that. And he said, well, all right, well, give me a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can fix this. I put a red rein on the the left side of the horse and a blue rein on the right side. And he had to steer his horse, you know, know, left blue and right red. And off Mm -hmm. we went. And he learned his left and rights real fast because it was a very tangible, concrete way of learning that left and right. If he wanted to go take his horse to the basketball net, he needed to make a left turn to get there. And that's how we started to figure it out. Right. And I think that's part of it, too. It's not just verbal directions and do this, do that. I mean, you really have to do some visual strategies, which are big for kids on the spectrum. And just like all those little things that you may not think of. And I think you have such an innate ability to to teach them in a way that they learn, (laughs) which is what we really want instructors, anybody teaching our kids to do. Um, Have you gotten any, what kind of feedback do you get from riders and from parents? You know, I know you said sometimes it's just a matter of a a happy laugh or a squeal or any of those things, but what other kind of feedback do you get from the parents who participate? Some of the parents who participate, I, I think one of the best things for them is when they see their riders in a group with other riders who are very similar and they start to see friendships form where they wouldn't otherwise have that and we start to see those start to form and I mean even in my my typical writers there it's the same thing where I have kids who who struggle with you know bullying in school and Mm -hmm. and making friendships and having issues but they have the barn family Mm -hmm. and I hear a lot about that um we had a horse show yesterday and I heard a lot about it from some of the parents is we're so happy to have this barn family and I really like when our families get very involved especially with our special needs writers because this is a whole other network for you Mm -hmm. more people who are there to back you up and give you resources and it's a wonderful thing and I I love that feedback where they say oh I was speaking to so-and-so's parent and they talked about this and could we try that or I would like to try that as well and I think that that's amazing yeah and I also think you you that barn family spreads out with the volunteers because you have a lot of younger volunteers and they all 
seem to want to be there. They enjoy working with the kids. I think some have gone on to, that's what they're studying in college to work with mm-hmm. special needs just from this I have a few, yeah. place. Yeah. And which is just so cool. I always <laughs> joke and I call my kids barn rats because my riders <laughs> never leave the barn. They, right. I was like that when I was little. And I but think maybe you, the barn cats, because there's a lot of those around there. I'm like cats. But, it's but a I nicer think that sounding. That's, a, that's a great way to learn where mm-hmm. you get to see it and you get to see it happen where I don't have to sit there and tell you, we'll read up on this. I can yeah. stand there and point out to you, this is why I'm doing this. This is mm-hmm. how you do that. Mm-hmm. And this is why I talk about this. And it's so, it makes so much more sense to them. And mm-hmm. we have a lot of riders who are in my, my typical rider programs, my hunter jumpers, they grow up and they become volunteers. Mm-hmm. They learn a lot from volunteering and then they become instructors. I've had a lot of my students become instructors and it, it builds that base for us to keep building our program off of as we get bigger. Yeah, so it's not only just the the participants who are learning, but really no. just you're really educating a lot of other you know, typical people about what special needs are about and just really, you know, they can have success and move forward just like anybody else can. You know, which I think is awesome. And I think it de- <laughs> they develop their friendships too. They yes. develop friendships with our special needs writers as well. They, oh, I, I, re- I really like to volunteer on Wednesdays because that's when so-and-so's lesson is. Right. And I really like to be a part of that when I see those bonds as well. And I really enjoy that. And yeah. sometimes they're the same age and they're in the same mm-hmm. school. Yes. And that mm-hmm. provides a buddy for that special needs yep. writer in a different environment too, mm-hmm. where they have that, that kind of bridge. And I really enjoy that as well. Yeah. I, lo- I love to see that. All right. So I know you've talked about a couple of them, but before we wrap up, any other favorite moment or moments? I know you mentioned a couple here, but I'm, I'm sure you have a, a storybook full of just, you know, little moments, you know, that just maybe are important to you, but not, you know, to the rest of the general public, if that makes sense. I yeah. There's yeah. stories beyond imagination for things <laughs> that I've seen. One of my favorites, and it's something I use a lot when I talk to our other instructors and when I talk with them and I, I work with them, is learning, it, and it's not necessarily, I don't know if it falls under success story, but it's one of those eye-openers where oh, the day I stop being creative in this mm-hmm. job is the day I should stop doing it. Mm-hmm. It took me 16 years, and I don't know why, to figure out we don't have to go into the ramp to mount and dismount right. the same <laughs> way for everyone. I don't know why I didn't realize <laughs> you can go in the other direction, right. and it works just fine. <laughs> and I had a rider years ago, and I was just out of college, so clearly I thought I knew everything. Sure, and don't we all? <laughs> he, he was an adult rider on the spectrum, and when he would ride, whenever he would mount and when he would trot, he used to talk about, I don't want to hurt the comic books, don't want to hurt the comic books. And I'd be like, oh, you're fine. It's fine. Yeah. The comic books are fine. Three months later, we come to figure out that comic books were the appropriate word for, you know, the, his um, parts and pieces, I guess, the boy okay. area. And yep. I was like, These are things oh that you don't gosh. think about, right? No, you don't. It's terminology <laughs> yeah. that you don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. But this is why the involvement of the caregivers and is right. so important because this is where I learned. I want to know our writers and don't always use these terminologies that we know. I want the parents to talk to us. I want right. the caregivers to tell us. So, and then here I am thinking, oh my gosh, I keep telling you everything's fine, but you're trying to communicate this yeah. to me. So it's not, and I don't consider that a failure. I consider it a success because it's a learning moment, a reminder to me mm-hmm. that I can then use for everyone else. If mm-hmm. you have to be creative, you have to think around what the concrete, you know, in front of you answer is and look for what the real meaning behind things are. And I think that that, it's one of those simple mm-hmm. things, but it's really helped everyone along the way. I have our instructors tell me that all the time, I remember your story about, mm-hmm. and now I remember to do. And I think that that's one of the most important things that, that we have is we learn and we yeah. continue to grow. We don't know everything, but we will try and we will try and we will find a way. Right. And I think that's what makes it so special is because there is always that communication between parents and instructors. It's not just a drop off. It's, no. I mean, it is a team effort. 
and really everybody yeah. benefits from it. We want your information. We want you to be involved and we want you to tell us these things because it's so beneficial to us and in turn beneficial to your rider. And you know, I, I'm so grateful that you are here today with all this. And I know to to find out more about Shady Hollow Assisted Riding, the website is hugahorse.com. Hugahorse.com, which is awesome. And again, we're so grateful that Shady Hollow is in our area and is here to provide such a, a unique opportunity to the to the autism families that are out there. And thank you, Jamie, for sharing your stories about Char. And thank all of you for listening to Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. For more information, visit us at AutismSocietyOfBerksCounty.org, join our Facebook page, Autism Society of Berks County Members Group, and check us out on Twitter, at Berks Autism.